Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 22. Verse 14 says, For many are called, but few are chosen. Now the hardest thing to accept, and rightfully so, is the loss of those to an eternity apart from God. We want to beg and drag and even force those outside to come into God's love. But we must take notice that the king only invited. The choice was and is ours and ours alone. And therefore, so is the blame. Many are invited, but few are chosen. Verse 15 of our text says, Then the Pharisees went and took counsel how they might entrap him in his talk. So instead of hearing and ingesting all these teachings that Jesus had been delivering, these hard-hearted men pushed back and they hatched a plot to catch him by his own words. Imagine that. (laughs) Verse 16, they sent his disciples to him. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians saying, Teacher, we know that you are honest and you teach the way of God in truth, no matter whom you teach, for you aren't partial to anyone. So apparently, suddenly the Herodians and the Pharisees were buddies. Now that's ironic because these two groups were historically at odds with each other. But apparently, as the old adage goes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It appears that their common hatred for Jesus had brought them together in a common goal. Again, sadly, such arrangements still thrive today as some individuals who are at one time hating each other. And eventually they became pretty strange bedfellows. Relationships built on mutual hatred. So, they attempt to trap Jesus. Pretending to be an adoration of our Lord, they attempt to bait him in, yet Jesus was not to be trapped through such attempts. For he, according to John 2.25, he himself knew what was in a man. Verse 17 says, Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? And we thought that this was a new debate. Yes, man has apparently been trying to find a way out of paying taxes from the beginning. But this was more than just tax rebels looking for a motive. These guys were trying to trap Jesus in a no-win scenario. After all, if he says no, they tell the Romans and they have him arrested for insurrection. But if he says yes, the Jews would stone him for supporting the occupying Roman rulers. Was he trapped? Verse 18 says, But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Jesus sees them for what they are, hypocrites. Just guys pretending to be on his side, but he knew better. Verse 19 says, Show me the tax money, and they brought him a denarius. And he asked to them, 
Whose is this image and inscription? And they said to him, Caesar's. And then they, he said to them, Give therefore to Caesar the things that belong to Caesar and to God the things that belong to God. Wow. Jesus levels all the opponents with one punch. He also, by the way, at the same time, settled the modern text question clearly and absolutely for all of us. If we have a government over us, then we are to pay the taxes that are due. The word render here means literally to pay back. In other words, if you drive on their roads, then pay their taxes. Please let us not lose the other half of the answer, though. And that is, yes, pay the taxes, for the money belongs to the world, but do not fail, quote, to render to God the things that are God's, end quote. Sometimes we can get so caught up with the battles of the world, even the ones that seem righteous, that we fail to remember why we're here. Not to fight the government, but to fight Satan and sin. Verse 22, when they heard it, they marveled and left him and went away. With Jesus, he leaves the crowd marveling at his wisdom. And why not? I mean, after all, he was God in flesh. He invented wisdom. On verse 23 of our text, it begins, On that day, Sadducees, those who say there is no resurrection, came to him and they asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were with us seven brothers, and the first married and died, and having no offspring left his wife to his brother. In the same way, the second also, and the third to the seventh. After them all, the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will she be of the seven? For they all had her. Now the Sadducees stepped forward for their round with Jesus. These guys were the equivalent of our modern-day liberal theologians. For they did not believe in the supernatural, thus they did not believe in the resurrection. And just like the crowd before them, they began to question Jesus as if they were playing some cosmic board game. They asked the question that was sure to stump this mere carpenter from Nazareth. According to Deuteronomy 25, 5-10, it seems that when a man dies, it was a responsibility for a brother to carry, uh, to marry his sister-in-law and bring up children in the name of the dead brother. And Jesus explains now, verse 29, he answered them saying, You are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. <laughs> now that must have been a hard thing to swallow for these highly educated men. Highly educated men tend to believe they know everything, so they are seldom receptive to such correction. Jesus showed them that mere education is not enough. Knowledge of the word is meaningless unless it finds its way to the heart and hands. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. James 3, verse 17. 1 Corinthians 3:19 adds to that, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, He has taken the wise in their craftiness. Amen. 
That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.